Good morning, ladies. Happy Monday. I hope that you had an amazing week. I am excited to be here with you today. Last week, um, my daughter was in a play. So I was watching her do that. And then um, we got COVID and I couldn't talk <laughs> for the entire week. So bear with me today. Um, as my voice might give out, I've got all my, all my drinks here ready and all my cough drops ready <laughs> to assist. But we are on the other end of this. Thankfully, it has been a week. It's been a week. But we are here. We are back. I hope that you all had a great weekend. I'm happy to be back with you. I'm happy to not be napping. That is what I've noticed the most out of this <laughs> round of sickness. I had to sleep every day starting about right now for three hours and then I would wake up. So that all that to say, I made time for three hours of nap. When you're put into a, in between a rock and a hard place, you do have time, ladies. Now, a lot of other things didn't get done, but self-care did. Sometimes self-care is a three hour nap every day. Sometimes self-care is getting outside and working your body because you need to move your lungs. Also, I had to do that every day last week. If you just sit in your sickness or you sit in your excuses or you sit in the reasons you can't or you sit in what other people have spoken to you, it will get worse. That buildup in your lungs will get worse. I had to get out and move. I had to get out and do that. So still had time to do that too. But it might mean that you, you need to take a rest. It might mean that you need to move your body. It might mean that you need, to, you need to meal prep and some other things on your to-do list just aren't that important anymore when you start thinking about your health in a different way. So that's what I want to talk about today. As always, we are live in the Fit and Faithful Moms group on Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern, new 10 a.m. If you are in daylight savings time, <laughs> new 10 a.m. I do like this. I am up earlier. I feel ready to go. Um, I've got a lot done this morning. I don't know if that's because I got nothing done last week and I need to get things done or what, but my assistant can tell you, um, I've, I was messaging her way too early. <laughs> She's like, am I? long done yet? I'm like, no, no, this is just my brain working. <laughs> Here you go. So use this extra hour to your advantage. We're going to talk a lot of things today. We're going to talk motivation. We're going to talk um, keys to success. We're going to talk about reaching your point where you need to change. And sometimes you're not there yet, but we're going to talk about what that point is and what that looks like when you're ready for health changes. As always, if you need prayer, please comment below and let us know. I am excited to pray over you ladies. I'm excited to have this group where we can openly pray and we can um, speak life into each other. Um, so if you have praise requests, uh, prayer requests, comment them below. I don't always see things on Facebook, so I will follow up after, I promise. Um, let us open in prayer and then we'll get, we will get started. Lord, I just come to you today so thankful. Um, Lord, I want to praise you for my health. Lord, there were some sleepless nights there. Um, there was anxiety and there was stress. So first, I just want to praise you 
for taking me through that storm, um, for teaching me lessons in it and for allowing me to see the other side. Thank you um, for healing my family and keeping them safe. I ask for healing over my mom as she is going through this process now as well to keep her um, safe. I thank you for everyone um, that is here today. I just speak blessing over them. Father, um, be the whisper and quiet their lives down enough so that they can hear your voice and not the shouts of the world telling them what to do and when to do it and how to do it, but quiet their minds enough so that they can hear your whisper to know what you want them to do. Not what they want to do, not what their mom wants them to do, not what their neighbor is doing, but what you want them to do, Lord. Help us quiet our minds today. Focus on you. And Lord, speak to each of us today. I thank you for your presence that is never ending and always here and never left us. And Lord, I just thank you so much for that. I love you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So we will get started today. Um, I have talked to a lot of people about motivation this week, probably more um, so than not, and, or on other weeks, um, more so than anything else. I've talked about motivation and, and people are looking for motivation right now. It's that time of year, right? Uh, the holidays are coming. We're like, oh, here comes another year that's coming up. January, I set my health goals and I'm 15 pounds heavier than I was in January. Nothing changed and we're getting frustrated. We're sort of feeling like we've got a, this pinch of time that we need to change. And then we just don't have the motivation. So I wanna to talk to you about motivation first because this is a continuum of, of change that you're always going to be in. This continuum of change is a circle. It's, it's not going to stop. You're never going to reach a point in this circle that you won't reach lack of motivation again. So you're going to come back to this point at some point what I don't want you to do is get stuck. I don't want you to get stuck like the Israelites just walking around in circles in the wilderness because you're waiting on motivation that's not going to come. Listen, motivation does not come until you take action. This is a really hard truth to like figure out and find. Motivation will not come until you take a step and decide enough is enough. So in church, oddly enough, we talked about, um, about being frustrated and being fed up um, and annoyed. So we talked about that thing. Oh, man, I need the exact term that we used because it's what my annoyed was the word. Okay, because I, I wrote my church notes and then I wrote my notes or I wrote my notes first. And I was like, oh my gosh, annoyance is in both of them. And Sometimes we have to get so annoyed with ourselves that we move forward. There's two things that you can do with your annoyance. You can wait for motivation and go, God, speak to me. God, move. God, I need you to do something. God is not going to pick you up off of your couch and move you. God is not going to take that cheeseburger and lift it up magically and replace it with dark leafy root vegetables. God is not going to smack you 
physically and tell you to move. He's, he's not, he's already told you to move. He's already told you to go. It's multiple times in the Bible. He says, just go and I'll show you while you're going. I'm not going to tell you where you're going. I'm not going to tell you how long you need to run for. I'm not going to tell you how long you should exercise for. I'm just going to tell you to move. Move to your capacity. We need to become so annoyed with our current state that we move. Um, Paul was annoyed with a woman in Acts who was yelling things, and this is what my pastor talked about yesterday. He became so annoyed that then he acted and yelled for the spirit to come out of the woman. We have to get so annoyed that we don't care if we don't have motivation. We just work out anyway. We go, you know what? I'm waiting for something that's already been given to me. You're looking for a reason to move. Look at your kids. Look at your family history. Look at everyone telling you you shouldn't. Look at your doctor report. Look at your blood work. Look at your future. Look out and see your grandkids. There's plenty of reasons to move. There's plenty of reasons to move. But the biggest one is that Jesus died on the cross for your body. It is a miracle that you are here. You might not be in the best circumstance. There might be a lot of other things going on, but it is a miracle that you're even listening to me. Now, maybe I think that way because I study science a lot. Now, I'm um, someone who loves science and looks at it in a scripture lens. So um, as I was studying just this past week um, to re-up on my corrective exercise certification, which oof, if you've ever taken an exam, that's, that is an exam. But I'm studying this and looking at all of these different ways that the body and the nervous system are all connected. It is a miracle that your ears hear sound and your brain takes that sound, makes it into a word and then comprehends it. And then you go, hmm, yes, I can respond back. I don't have to respond back. That's a miracle. What's happening right now is a miracle. So you can decide to use that miracle as your motivation to move forward, or you can continue to say, I'm waiting for a sign. I'm waiting on a sign. I'm waiting for something to change. I'm, I'm waiting for something to get, I don't know, bad enough, worse motivation will not come before action. Jesus took multiple things, everything, and flipped it upside down. So what the world is telling you to look for motivation, to get moving, to work out, oh, I just need more motivation. Stop looking for it. You're not going to find it. It's not going to come until you start moving, until you do something. So my challenge for you as we head into this season is to not wait for motivation. Motivation comes after the action. Motivation comes when you go, I've been doing this is this a while. This is what I'm going to do now. And then it just becomes who you are. You no longer need motivation for that morning walk or that morning walk uh, workout or 
motivation for cutting out sugar or motivation for replacing that super sugary drink that you get every day with water. You don't need motivation to hydrate yourself anymore. It just becomes who you are. So I'm challenging you this week to stop waiting for motivation to come for you to change. We have to change first. God called us to move. He did not call us to be stagnant, still, lukewarm Christian women. We are moving the gospel of Christ and we have to do it with movement. Can you imagine if Paul was like, well, I'm just going to stay here. That's, that's ridiculous. We can't, we can't stay still. We have to move. So that's step one is we're not going to wait for motivation to come. We have to take action first and motivation will follow. And you're remembering step two, that this is a cycle of change. That means it's a circle. That means it's never ending. You're going to run into this point of lack of motivation again. And usually what I tell my clients is it's time to up, up your game, right? This is when you hit a plateau. This is when you don't see the scale move. This is when um, you get frustrated with your workouts. And now you're looking back again for more motivation to change something else. When you hit this point again, it's time to change it up. You don't need to keep running just because you were running. Try a new workout. Like do something completely different. Sign up for a new workout class. Do dancing classes with a friend. I have my neighbor. She goes, if I find um, adult tap, tap dancing classes, will you go? I was like, I've never tapped. I've never even put on tap shoes. Like, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm down. If you find them, you do the work. Like, I'm not going to seek this out. You do the work. I will join you and we will go try something new, lift heavier weights, do some cardio, do some weightlifting, do something completely different to change your routine, to get that motivation back. Remember, action first, then motivation, then comes the change, then comes our little plateau where we're like happy for a little bit, our little mountaintop moment we're seeing the change we're like yes we're working out we're seeing results on the scale but then those results stop we have to do something we have to revisit why so that's my next point first motivation does not come before action second you're going to run into this problem again it's a continuum it will not ever stop i am 23 years in this field now, I started teaching exercise classes when I was 16, I'm 38 now. Um, I fell in love with it. And I will tell you over those however many years, two decades, uh, I've never once figured out how to skip. <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna skip that level. I don't need to come back to this. You will always come through it, but stop viewing it as a setback and start viewing it as a learning experience. Oh, this is my time to, to grow. This is my, my time to change. This is my time to move. This is my time to, to do something else. I've been doing the same thing long enough. Motivation isn't going to come before action. You're gonna be here again. So buckle up. <laughs> it's, it's not gonna get it. It's not gonna get any different. It's not going to change. It's gonna come back around. Buckle up, mama. It's gonna come back. Let's get stronger this time. Let's just not get stuck 
in this part of the circle and never move and then die and go, well, I never experienced that mountaintop moment because I just kept going back and forth here. The third thing that I want you to do is know that sometimes you're going to have to be annoyed. My son said to me, um, as we were taking a walk, we've been taking walks because I can't run. Now I've been running. I'm so excited. If you've been following my journey, I had ACL um, surgery in December, coming up on a year post-surgery, started running again. I'm up to seven miles. I'm feeling good. I'm doing all these things. Last week, COVID hit, um, one mile walk, max. <sighs> Winded, done. That was my workout. So I've been taking him on my walks with me with our new puppy who is sleeping under me. He's just, oh, he's the best. But taking them on walks. And my son saw a tree with a ton of leaves. Now we're in um, North Carolina. We're in one of those huge subdivisions. So we don't have like a ton of trees, but every um, yard has one tree in their front yard. So he's looking at all the leaves. Our tree doesn't have a ton. This one had so many. And he said the, the strangest thing that I've never thought. He said, that tree must be so healthy. Look at how many tree, leaves fell from it. Like, look at all of these leaves. That must be a healthy tree. And I said, huh, you know, I never ever thought about that. Normally when the leaves fall off, I get sad. Literally, like I get seasonal depression. <laughs> so I get sad. But I also know winter's coming, you know, clients are going to hit plateaus. I'm sad. Um, it's going to get darker for longer. It's going to get cold. I am a Caribbean person. I think that's just where I need to go and stay. It's what I tell my husband all the time. But he said, all of the leaves that fell means that it must be a healthy tree. And I was like, man, how many times do we view our mistakes or our, I took three steps back moment or I fell. And we, we look at the down and that's it. We go, oh, a lot of leaves fell, messed up again. You know, it was just another Sunday. Here we are back at Monday. You know, I went all out this weekend because I messed up one meal and I said, well, I may as well just throw in the towel and have the brownie Sunday too, because I already had the whole pan of fajitas. I'm just making things up right now. But what if we looked at our fall as something different, as beauty, right? We fell. That means we were up and we can get there again because we just talked about this. There's a continuum and we can rise higher. Each year, the tree doesn't shed the same amount of leaves. It sheds more if it's a healthy tree, right? There are some things that we should shed like the trees do of their leaves. We need to shed out of our lives. And the only way to see we need to shed them out of our lives is to watch them fall. Maybe that's some bad eating habits and they keep coming up in this, this repetitive thing, but you keep looking at it like your biggest mistake. Maybe God's trying to show you this isn't your mistake. This is what's tripping you up. Like, let's put this over here for now. Let's not put you in that situation again. You don't need to bring a seven layer dip because that's your favorite thing. Every time you go to a party and then eat it all, like, why don't we bring, I don't know, carrots, 
and ranch. You know, let's bring, let's bring something out. What's that thing that keeps tripping you up? The leaves on the ground. I want you to think about that there's something that's happening with you right now. And I truly believe it's going on with everybody because this is the season of change. There's something on the ground right now in your health, in your life. Maybe it's your finances. Maybe it's with your job. Maybe it's with your exercise. Maybe it's with your parenting. There's something on the ground right now that is annoying you. That is frustrating you. Those leaves, when I lived in Massachusetts, um, where there are tons of trees, annoyed me because I'd have to go out and rake them all for my parents every year. It was annoying. Now, again, if you follow me for a long time, this is contradicting to the fact that I do love yard work. I do love yard work. I don't like raking leaves, though. I will mow the lawns. I will mulch. I'll plant flowers. I'll, I'll hedge things. I don't know why I draw the line at leaves. That's my line. I drew it. It's not my thing, but I would have to do it every year. My annoyance was the leaves. There is an annoyance that keeps coming up in your life right now that God's saying, stop viewing it as an annoyance and start viewing it as motivation to move. We're looking for motivation. We're looking for action. Maybe it's this feeling of, I was too gluttonous this week, this weekend. Maybe it was just yesterday. Like this feeling of guilt from gluttony is too much for me right now. Ugh, I'm feeling shame. I'm feeling annoyed. I'm feeling mad at myself. I'm just stuck in this rut. I keep going on. You're not stuck in a rut. God's trying to speak something to you. You're just in the circle. You're working through the continuum. You're just at one stage. It's not going to stay here forever. So stop blaming the thing, whatever that is, Maybe I'm just going to use gluttony because that's what most people come to me. I just can't control my eating. You can't. Stop telling yourself that you can't. You can control your eating. Stop telling yourself that you are not a morning person. You are. Start telling yourself that. Stop telling yourself all of these things that you can't do. Well, I have this, so I can't do that. All right, you can't do that, but what can you do? What can you do today? Look at that thing that's annoying you. I'm going to stick with the gluttony here. Let's say you overeat way too much this weekend. You're like, I'm great Monday through Friday. And then Saturday comes, I'm back. This leads me to believe that your health isn't actually, your health goals aren't actually for you. They're like to look good. They're like your beach health muscles, right? Like men have beach muscles. Like I'm going to work my biceps, my chest, and that's it. Forget my back and my legs. Men, we do the same thing. We're just going to work our legs. We don't want biceps. We do need them. <laughs> but we get stuck Monday through Friday trying to be perfect, trying to fit this model, trying to fit that diet profile, to be like that, to look like that, to be whatever it is. And then the weekend comes and like your true self comes out. And it's like, we actually don't care about that. Let's look at the reason on the weekends that everything flies open and gluttony takes over. Gluttony is from the enemy. It's not a fruit of the spirit. Self-control is on the other side of it. So what is God trying to show you through allowing you to feel this guilt 
and this pain and this aggravation through gluttony, what is he trying to show you? Do you need to change some things that you're doing? Do you need to change your routine? Do you need to do health Sunday to Sunday, not just Monday through Friday? Go, this is like who I'm becoming. I don't need this Saturday and Sunday me anymore. Like I need to change something in there. You're not stuck in this downward spiral. You're just in part of this continuum and growth cycles. That's it. So you're not messed up. You didn't mess up. You're not forsaken. You're not a lost cause. You're not everything the enemy is telling you right now. You're none of those things. You are highly capable. You are a miracle who's listening to words that are coming out of my mouth that it makes no sense to me. They verberate like in here and my tongue and my lips make words that you understand. That makes no sense. I was studying like um, ankle fractures and sprains and how when you don't get them treated, it goes up and it affects your hips and, and your shoulders and your neck and your spine. And most hip injuries and shoulder injuries are actually all traced down to an untreated ankle injury when someone was a child. And it's like, man, our body is so connected. Our body is so connected to everything else that it's willing to go like this to deal with your stubbornness and, and try to be equal. How connected are we to God? Are we that connected that when we trip and fall, we don't just go, oh, I'm a failure. We go, hmm, okay, what do I have to alter? What do I have to alter? Now, this isn't a bad way, right? Your body, we break our ankle, let's say. We never get it treated. Maybe we sprain, get a ligament damage. We never get it treated. We have to walk differently. And your body goes, all right, well, how are we going to get through this? It doesn't say, well, we need to cut off the ankle. That's going to be what's best for her right now. It goes, no, we, we have to change something. And this isn't ideal. This isn't how it's supposed to work, but we need our knee to turn inwards a little bit. We need our calf muscles to get tighter on the inside, looser on the outside, and your hips move a little bit. Your body is constantly changing, trying to make up for all these little things that go wrong. There are a million things that are going to go wrong. Stop focusing on those. Go, okay, what's, what's, what has to change here? What has to change here? I do. I have to change. What am I going to change? This is a continual thing. Gluttony keeps coming up. What needs to change? I can't keep doing the same activities and expect a different result. So what do you have to change? If my body can go, all right, we're going to loosen the muscles on the inside of the calf and we're going to, or we're going to tighten those and we're going to loosen the muscles on the outside of the calf. Her knee is going to go like this, but we're going to tighten these hamstring muscles. We're going to loosen these adductor muscles to make sure that she's still walking. What are the adjustments that you need to make because of a slip up? Your slip ups aren't slip ups. It's just a sprain. It's just a strain. And we just need to readjust. We're just in the cycle. Now, you hurt yourself. You should go get checked so your body doesn't have to make those 
connections and, and kinetic chain disruptions all the way up to your neck. But think about what you're connected to. You hurt your ankle. Your ankle is connected to your knee, connected to your hip, connected to your spine, connected to your neck, your shoulders. Our spirits are connected to the Lord. But there is a supernatural warfare that we're fighting. And the enemy is trying to stay in the way. He's clouding, he's fogging up this connection between us. We need to know God's word through and through for our health, for our bodies. Because if we just think, oh, well, you're just in a rut. You're just in a rut. You are, something happened, but God's bringing you through to something else. The enemy is telling you you're in a rut, which you are, but the rut defines you. The rut does not define you. The gluttony, the mistake, the words that you spoke this weekend, the parenting that you wish you didn't do this weekend, the words you said to your husband, Maybe the words you're saying to yourself that you wish you didn't. That's not who you are. You're not the rut. There's a change that has to happen. There's a little connection that has to change to make sure that you go full circle. Make sure you're connected to the right source. It has to be Jesus throughout everything you do. You're not going to have the motivation I guarantee you, Paul and the disciples weren't motivated to go. They just went because Jesus went. You're going to go because Jesus went and he called you to move. You're going to take action. You have to take action first. Then the motivation to continue will happen. Know that this is a cycle. You are going to hit this setback again and it's okay. Sometimes things are going to fall down and look ugly and it's gonna be a cleanup that you have to do, raking the leaves, looking at that, but that means you're healthy. That means you're a miracle. That means there was something up there to fall down. God might just be shaking some things off of you so more leaves and more fruit can grow from you next season. And don't be discouraged. You can be annoyed, but I want your annoyance to propel you to action. Don't be discouraged. God's walked this path. He knows where you need to go. Keep moving forward. So ladies, if you're in that continuum right now, looking for motivation, you know what to do. We need to do it. If you need help making a plan, if you need a personal trainer, a nutrition coach, if you need someone to help you with your mindset, I'm right here. There are clients throughout this group who can tell you non-biasedly, I'm not paying them. I'm not telling them to say anything of what their transformation has been. Ask for testimonies. They're here. You can go to the methodizedmom.com, check out more testimonies. Maybe you just need a little help with finances. We help with that too. We have connections everywhere to help with your family, to help with finances, to help with your fitness, to help with your mindset. But you've got to take that action step and say, I'm ready. I'm, I've been so annoyed. I'm fed up being annoyed. I'm going to take some action. I'm not just going to look at the leaves anymore on the ground. I'm going to rake some things up. I'm going to make some changes and I'm going to move forward. If you're ready to do that, comment action in the steps in the comment section, or you can comment action anywhere. You can send me in a message on Instagram, 
or Facebook or to my email, let me know. We're here to help. You've got the resources here. God has sent a resource. I'm here, but you have to take that action step and say, I'm ready for change. So if that's you, you're ready for change, comment action below. We're going to come alongside you and help you. You want to know some testimonies? Look at the methodizedmom.com. Look at um, any website. Really, just look for anything. Go to your gym and sign up. I don't care if it's with me or not. Take an action step this week to better your health. Ladies, I'm looking forward to hearing some praise reports next week on what action steps you took. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye now. Thank you.